This is Alan Seaborn from Winning at Home. Welcome to In Progress, a podcast about faith, life, and how we grow. And before I get into what I'm going to be talking about in this episode, um, I would just want to give a little bit of an update of something that's happening at Winning at Home. I don't know how many of you who listen are in the West Michigan area, but for those of you who are, uh, and I guess for those of you who aren't, just so you know this, but for those of you around the Holland, Zealand, Grand Rapids area, we just opened uh, this past week as I'm recording this. Um, so it's going to be a few weeks ago when you're hearing it, our um, Holland location for winning at home. So offering counseling, now continuing to do all that we have been doing in Zealand. Uh, so still staffed with counselors and an operations team here in Zealand, but also have an office in Holland. It's on 16th Street between River and, I always forget if it's College or Central, but it's one of those two. And um, just want to make you aware of that if that's uh, either a more convenient location for you or um, one of the unique things, unique to what we've done in the past, is that we have um, an administrative assistant and we have two counselors there who speak Spanish. And so we can offer counseling services to people that uh, in the past we haven't been able to. So that's a really exciting thing. And um, just want to give a little update so that as you're listening to this, you know about uh, a big thing that's going on for winning at home. It's been a shift for me too. My office is now at the Holland building. And so uh, I'm working at the same organization. I'm doing the same job, but I'm driving to a different building. And I thought that would be kind of all it was, you know, for me, I'm just driving to a different place. But I've been coming to this, to, I'm recording in Zealand, so if you hear me say this place, uh, I've been coming to this office in Zealand since 2011 when I started here, um, you know, most days of my life. And to start going somewhere else, even if I'm doing the same job around, you know, mostly the same people, um, it felt like a bigger shift than I was anticipating for me. Um, so I don't know if maybe some of you can relate and maybe you related when I talked about how uh, Annalise and I were feeling so displaced as we were in the middle of the home renovation type of stuff. Um, but maybe, you know, if you're going through something or have been through something similar, uh, you get what I'm talking about, how that feels where you know, a big thing changes and I like it. I'm enjoying it. I'm excited about it, but it has been more of an adjustment than I anticipated. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe someone can relate to that. Um, so there's an update on what's happening here at winning at home. And having said that, I want to get into what I want to share in this episode and I'm going to be reading, I think it's 11 verses from the book of Proverbs chapter 12. And 
I can't remember. It's been a while ago now, but I know that I've talked before about, I think I was talking about the book of Psalms um, when I mentioned this, but Psalms and Proverbs, these books of wisdom, they often kind of create this dichotomy and talk about, okay, the righteous live life this one way. And they'll talk about it in a bunch of different ways. And that's what these uh, verses that we're going to read from Proverbs chapter 12 do. They go through and they talk about, okay, here's what it looks like to live a righteous life, to live a life in alignment with who God is calling us to be and with being obedient to him and with serving him faithfully and well. And then they create, like I said, there's a dichotomy. There's a comparison or a (laughs) comparison and contrasting um, the difference between what it would look like to live faithfully, to live righteously, and what it would look like to uh, be disobedient, to be the word that is often used in these books is wicked, um, to be ignorant, to be unfaithful, all those different kind of ideas. And so as I read through these verses, that's what you're going to hear. You're going to notice that there's this real distinction between a life of righteousness and a life of unrighteousness. And as I read through these verses, what I notice about me is at different times, at different points in my life, I was in a spot where both of these things would describe me. Not at the same time, but, you know, at one point, the path of the righteous would be, yep, I'm doing a good job. I'm sticking on that path. Um, But there are other times where the path of the unrighteous, the fool, the wicked, um, that would more describe what I was doing as I went through life. And what I want to encourage and challenge all of us to do is to listen to this comparison and contrasting that, uh, that we see here in Proverbs and ask ourselves, where am I living life um, as a person who is wise, who is faithful, who is obedient, who is righteous, but to not stop there, to also ask, and where am I living life out of alignment with that? And so with that as the intro, as the backdrop, as the understanding of what we're looking at or what we're listening to, as I read through these verses from Proverbs 12. I want to jump into it. And this is Proverbs 12. I'm going to read verses 15 through 25. The way of fools seems right to them, but the wise listen to advice. Fools show their annoyance at once, but the prudent overlook an insult. An honest witness tells the truth, but a false witness tells lies. The words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. 
truthful lips endure forever, but a lying tongue lasts only a moment. Deceit is in the hearts of those who plot evil, but those who promote peace have joy. No harm overtakes the righteous, but the wicked will have their fill of trouble. The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in people who are trustworthy. The prudent keep their knowledge to themselves, but a fool's heart blurts out folly. Diligent hands will rule, but laziness ends in forced labor. Anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. And I just want to ask as we wrap up those 11 verses, uh, where were some of those moments, some of those um, comparison and contrasting statements that jumped out at you? Maybe one or two of them jumped out and you thought, wow, I really have grown a lot in the past year or five or 10 years or however long it's been because I know that in the past one of those wrong path unrighteous path disobedient path descriptions would have been something that was more true of me than the other path Um, but maybe there were one or two of those things that jumped out at you and was a reminder of what you are currently working on or of something that you need to start working on now that you see that about yourself or now that you're honest with that reality about yourself. Because what we see here in this passage is, uh, you know, I I just took and kind of, broke down just the little tidbit of what it was kind of getting at for a few of these comparison and contrast things. So it starts, you know, the wise listen to advice, overlook an insult, tell the truth. Their words bring healing. They're truthful. Again, they promote peace. And as I read through that list, I really don't think that there are any of us who are listening that don't want those things to be true of us, that don't want those things to be how we live life. But what we can do is we can get caught up in the moment and, um, you know, just as I'm looking at that list, Uh, not listen to advice because we think we know better and we've gamed it out in our head and, you know, whatever input someone else is giving, we don't really care about that. It can be really easy to not overlook an insult because, hey, someone did something or said something or didn't do something or didn't say something and I felt slighted or I felt maybe a step up from slighted. I felt offended or insulted or I felt disrespected. And 
you know, I, I don't want to overlook that. And what I see as I look through this list, I'm going to read the rest of them. I'm not going to give an example with that or explain what that looks like because I think we can fill in those gaps ourselves. Um, tells the truth. Their words bring healing. Again, truthful. Promote peace. Now we can come up with reasons why any of those things are beyond our ability or our capacity or the reason why we shouldn't have to worry about being obedient to some of that stuff. Um, but if we're honest with ourselves, we know that we're making excuses. We know that we're um, looking at what God's standard and expectation is and we're feeling like it's unfair, it's too high, it's too big, it's too, God, you're asking too much. But the reality is um, we've tried the opposite, right? Instead of listening to advice, we've tried to do our own thing. Instead of overlooking an insult, we've tried to um, get even. Instead of telling the truth, we've shaded the story to make ourselves look a little bit better or maybe just outright lied, told one person one thing and another person another because that's what they both wanted to hear. Um, we know there are moments when our words have not brought healing, but they've brought chaos and destruction and pain and maybe some of that was unintentional but maybe some of it was intentional we know there are times when our words have not promoted peace to me that's um that's a really good in some ways almost kind of a encapsulation of a lot of those things that came before it. Because if we spend time intentionally with our words, uh, promoting peace, think about the difference that that would make. Think about the impact that that would have in our marriages, in our uh, families, whether that is we're parenting or we're being parented, um, whether that's with coworkers or neighbors or, you know, all different kinds of um, clients, who knows? But if we think about what it looked like to live on this path of righteousness, to, um, to choose to be faithful, to be obedient, to say yes to God instead of doing things our way that we know we've tried before and it's resulted in pain and destruction and um, just kind of us pointing our efforts and our uh, 
our time and energy inward on ourselves. Uh, what do I get out of this? How can I gain or, or whatever context it's in? But think about how many times we've tried that or not even tried it, how many times we've done it and chosen it and been happy with it uh, until it was time to suffer the consequences of being so inward focused. And what Proverbs chapter 12 reminds us of is God has called us to something different, to something better, to something higher, to something harder that requires surrender and sacrifice and letting go of our need to be right, letting go of our need to be in control, letting go of our need to do things our own way. All these things, what he's inviting us to do is to be wise, to be righteous, to be obedient. And it, it's not easy to do these things. Um, but like I started out talking about, we all want those positive character traits to be the things that describe who we are. Well, that doesn't happen on accident. That happens through surrender and faithfulness and obedience. So as I read through this passage and one or two of those things jumped out at you as, hey, here's some growth areas for me for right now. I want to encourage you, don't just forget about that. Don't just turn this episode off and go, all right, yeah, that's good to know. And then walk away and don't put anything uh, into practice. Instead, let's go. And where God's word pierced us, where God's word pointed out something that we already knew we were falling short of, let's go and work on that. Let's go and try to um, let God be at work in us, in those moments, in those experiences where it's really, really hard. It's really not natural for us uh, to choose the path of obedience and faithfulness and wisdom. And let's ask him in those moments for his help. Because he's ready, he's willing, he's waiting. He wants to help. So let's ask him as we work through what it looks like to be more and more and more faithful to his calling on our lives.